Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. This is the Happy Couple Repatterning for the Money, Sex, Power, Transcending Power Struggles Repatterning. So power struggles originate from your hurt inner child who feels unheard, unvalued, or unloved. And also generational patterns, karmic patterns, karmic contracts, uh, societal rules about money, sex, and power those also play into the power struggles that we experience in our relationships. So in this repatterning, we're going to release patterns of control and denial, and you'll move into resonance with positive communication and setting appropriate boundaries. And when you feel validated, heard, and respected, then you feel empowered to bring more kindness and compassion into your interactions with your mate. So that is the context of what we're doing today. And as I was preparing for this session, I realized that the session that we did on ending the dance of advance and retreat is also related to power struggles. So what we did in that ending the dance of advance and retreat, that's where where one partner sort of moves towards intimacy, the other partner backs away. There's that kind of dance. And that gets set through a lot through um, our conditioning and also these fight-flight responses that get triggered in our nervous system. So as I was thinking about today's session, it made sense that first we would go to the biology piece and and work on supporting us feeling safe, relaxed, feeling like it's okay to move towards intimacy and also to move out into the world and and do our work and then come back in and bond with our partner. So that dance of advance and retreat to work on that piece before we got to this piece, which is the power struggles. So... Let us take a little moment here, just do some centering and grounding before we get into the session. So what I'd like you to do is just close your eyes and connect with your breath. Breathing in and out through your nose as deeply as you can. And as you breathe in, Breathe all the way down into your lower back. Fill up your belly like a balloon, expanding out at your ribs. Nice long exhales. And now check in with your body. Notice any places of holding or tension. 
and breathe into those areas, filling them up with energy and breath and light. And as you breathe out, breathe out any holding, any tension. And with each exhale, feel yourself release and relax and let go. Now bring your attention into your heart center. And as you breathe in, take in that unconditional love that flows throughout the universe. And as you breathe out, send out that unconditional love that resides within you. So there's a perfect balance, perfect exchange of energy and love on the inflow and on the outflow. And know that you're surrounded by love, both within and without. And now I'm going to call together the group for this happy couple repatterning, including everybody who has registered for this session at this time, Anybody who may register for this session at any time in the future in any way that I may permit, including the people who are on the call live, the people who are being proxied in. And we surround ourselves in the healing energy of divine love. Only our deepest wisdom and highest guidance come through in this session. This session brings about the highest healing transformation, and well-being for each of our highest and best. Each one of us on all levels, systems, dimensions, timelines, accept the full benefit that this session offers. We thank our highest guidance for assisting us in this process. And we give thanks for the gift of resonance repatterning and the greater well-being made possible through this session. And so it is. And because it's important here on Earth to engage our free will, I'm just going to ask you, may I have your permission, permission to muscle check for you and include you in this session at this time? And whether you're on the call live or listening to the recording, you can say yes. And that engages your free will. Okay. So now, I'm just going to check to see. The best way to start today's session, so I'm using the muscle checking to tap into the group energy field, so the best way to start today's session is to identify any issues for this session at this time. Okay, so that's not needed. We need to identify any intentions for this session. No? Okay. So it's best to move into the session, yes. And 
the best way to approach today's session is to do the struggle for power repatterning. I'm getting a yes on that. Okay. There's anything as a group that we need to hear from this introduction? Yes. So there's um, this introduction, uh, it's a couple of pages, so I'm just going to go through and muscle check through the paragraphs to see what we need to hear. So there's something from here, here, here. So it says, in relationships where every matter is discussed or fought over, feeling valued is based on the other person's feeling devalued. In other words, if I prove you wrong, then I am right. In such a relationship, only one person in the relationship can be right, and there always has to be a winner. So there's something more that we need to hear from this introduction. Yes, something from here. Okay. Then it goes on to say that if we struggle to always be right and feel powerful, it's because deep inside we feel that we're not right and that we have no power. The only way to stop struggling for power is to feel and be empowered. No one is the owner of our power, and we don't need to fight against anyone to recover our power. We empower ourselves by releasing these non-coherent patterns that cause us to be disempowered or cause us to struggle for power. There's something more we need to hear from the introduction. Yes, okay. So then it goes on to say here, we need something from here. Yes. So it says, as a couple, we often expect our partner to be our other half and to give us what we are lacking. We give our partner our power in the hope that we'll receive what we need in return. However, our needs are previous to the relationship, and nothing our partner does can satisfy us completely. Unmet needs from our past are something that we need to heal by releasing the patterns that underlie these problems. We then become responsible for our our own well-being, and we let our partner be responsible for his or her well-being. And so that's the, the, um, the crux of releasing the codependent pattern, right? taking responsibility for ourselves and allowing our partner to take responsibility for for themselves. So there's anything more that we need to hear from this introduction? No. Okay. So let us go here and see what is next. So we just need to identify the specific relationship. So this is in our relationship with our mate, yes. And so whether you're in a relationship right now or whether you're not in a relationship, this will apply. Because what we're doing here is we are shifting 
the patterns that we have that we bring into the relationship, and we're shifting what we resonate with. So regardless of whether you're in a relationship or not, doing this work is valuable, and if you're not in a relationship, it will help to set you up for a more fulfilling, healthy, happier relationship in the future. Okay, so this is the struggle for power repatterning. And so the first thing that we need to do is identify the relationship. So what I'm doing now is I'm just um, taking notes to keep all of the information organized because we're going to go through and muscle check these patterns. And then at the end, after we've done the modality that um, is going to shift all the patterns, we're going to go back and recheck just to confirm what has shifted. So, um, so as we go through this session, you can say these statements out loud and just notice what it feels like as you say these statements. You might notice there's a tightness in your body or, or maybe your breathing got shallow um, or maybe you feel kind of deflated in your solar plexus. Whatever it is, just notice what it feels like as we go through these statements. So repeat after me, say, in my relationship with my mate, I am in a power struggle. And so I'm checking our resonance, and we are resonating with that. So, so that is the on, okay? We're, we're on for that. And so when you get the report, if this shifts, you'll actually see that we turned that off, and there'll be an off next to it. And I'll explain that as we go through. Okay, so we need to ask this question. Yes, okay. So the question is, what's the power struggle with your mate about? And so you can think about this as it relates to your own relationships. So I'm just going to write this down. So the power struggle with my mate is about, and I'm just going to check now to see where we need to get this information. So at this time, it's best to get this information from somebody who is here on the call live. I'm getting a no on that. It's best to get this information from some of the responses that I've received to the pre-session questions. Yes, okay. So I'm going to go there and see what. So this is the pattern detective at work here. So it's something from this post. It's something from this post, yes. Um, so it's something here from one through five. It's number one, number two. Okay, so it's um, the question was what What do you struggle for? How do the 
how did what are some of the subtle and not so subtle ways that power struggles play out? And so what this person wrote was um, mostly the power struggles are around sex and anger, and that's the information that we need. Yes. Okay. So we'll go back here. So let's check this. Okay. So repeat after me. The power struggle with my mate is about sex and anger. And that is resonating. And so you could think about what does that mean for you? How does that play out for you in your relationship? And you might get some immediate insight into it, or you might be saying, I have no idea. That doesn't seem like me at all. And so after the session, um, if there are things that that you can't quite relate to or you're not sure how they relate to you and your situation, you can work with these statements in your meditations. Um, you can journal about them. You could ask for insight through your dream state. And, and I think that you'll notice that within a week or so, you'll start to get some clues as to what these puzzling statements might mean for you. So now we need to look at the the negative pattern involving the power struggle. Okay, so let's see. So this is... Um, the list here of options. Okay, and it's something from the list from one through five. Yes, it's number one. It's number two. Number three. Yes. So, I feel that if I give away my power, my mate will meet my needs, um, will satisfy my needs. It's actually the way it's worded. Okay, and that's the best way to word it, yes. So repeat after me. Say, I feel that if I give away my power, my mate will satisfy my needs. And that is on. We are resonating with that. Okay, so there's something from this section. So this is the positive pattern to stop the power struggle. And let's see here. 
it's something from the list, and it's something from 1 through 5. Yes, it's number 1, number 2, number 3. Yes. Okay. So I am aware of my needs. I take responsibility. meet my needs, and I take those actions that fulfill me. So that's the pattern, the new pattern that we need to imprint here. So this is a general check. Okay, so, so repeat after me. Say, I am aware of my needs. I take responsibility to meet my needs. And I take those actions that fulfill me. Okay, so I'm going to check that umbilically. So right now that's umbilically off. And so an umbilical check is, it's like at a core level of our being. We're not resonating with that. And when it's an umbilical check, it usually means that it's a really old pattern. It could be something that's karmic, past life. It might be something passed down uh, through the generations. It could be something um, from your early prenatal or early infancy or early childhood development. Okay, so now we need to look at the the non-coherent pattern related to control issues. Okay, so there's something from the list here, something from 1 through 5, 6 through 10, it's number 6, yes. Ah, this is a good one. I can't handle my fear of losing control. So that's the pattern we're going to switch off. So let's check that. Say, I can't handle my fear of losing control. And that is on. And so you can think about how does that play out in your relationship with your partner? What is it that you do that makes you um, feel like you're you're in control, or what would you, what would it feel like if you didn't do that anymore and weren't in control? So this is the pattern that we need, the positive pattern. To, um, to let go of this need to control. Okay. 
So let's see here. There's something from the list, yes. And it's something here from 1 through 10, 1 through 5, number 1, 2, 3, number 4, Oh, this is a really great one. This is regardless of what I've suffered, I choose to let go of the past and live my life fully in the present. And that is, that's the crux of it right there because we've got all this past conditioning. We've got these earlier experiences that um, we're still carrying with us the residue of those experiences, the the limiting beliefs, the, the negative emotions attached to those experiences that we, on some level, think um, are going to, to play out again. So we want to keep control so we don't relive the pain of the past. So this is um, letting go of that. Okay, so let's check this. So say, regardless of what I've suffered, I choose to let go of the past. And live my life fully in the present. Okay, I'm going to check that umbilically. Yeah, that one's umbilically off right now. So we have like no energy for for living in the present and letting go of the past. Right at this moment, that is going to change. So this is um, this is the negative pattern around uh, denial that we're going to look at. Denial. And it's something from the list. It's something from 1 through 10, 1 through 5, number 6, number 7, number 8, number 1, number 2. And what came up is I eat excessively. I have an eating disorder. Oh, very interesting. So, this is the best way to word it, yes. This is a general check. So, say, I eat excessively. That's on. Say, I have an eating disorder. And that is on. So, this is something that... um, that may actually play out in your life at this time. It could be something that you moved into resonance with from a family member, or it could be something um, past life, if it's not something that um, that you are experiencing in this lifetime. I know for myself, I have a, a big appetite, appetite and actually... Um, I remember one time my mother-in-law remarked to my husband, she says, I love to watch that little dolly eat. 
because I could pack it away. And and I was actually just thinking uh, just like a couple of weeks ago, it's like, you know, I should probably cut down on my food intake because it's actually healthier to take in less calories than what I'm doing. And and I don't really struggle with my weight, um, but I do eat a lot. And, and a lot of people are kind of surprised that that I don't struggle with my weight when they watch me eat. Well, that's very interesting. There's another pattern that we need to look at in terms of this section. No, okay. Something more about this that we need to be aware of, not at this moment, okay. So this is, um, we need this section here. So this is the, the positive pattern to acknowledge what is. Okay, and there's something from the list here. Yes, it's number one. Yes. It's number one, number two, number three. So it's all three of these. Okay, so we need to check each of these separately. We don't. Okay. All right. So repeat after me. Say, I face the problem. I see the problem. I acknowledge that problems exist. Okay, I'm going to check that umbilically. Yeah, that's umbilically off right now. So we've got a lot of umbilical checks this time. Okay. And so you could also think about this in terms of how this relates to to what you're experiencing and also what you might be avoiding. And particularly, if you can relate to the last pattern around eating, how do you use food to avoid problems? Okay, so we need the next section here. Yeah, so this is looking at the negative patterns involved in communication. See what we need here. So there's a list here, and it's something from the list. It's something from 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15, 16, 17, 18. I take a defensive position. 
Okay, so let's check that. Say I take a defensive position. That is on. We are resonating with that. So let's see what we need now here. So this is the positive pattern around communication. Yeah. So it's something from the list, and it's something from 1 through 10. 11 through 20. 11 through 15, number 11, number 12, number 13, yes. I talk and I also listen. So that's what we're going to check here. So general check, say I talk and I also listen. And that is umbilically off. And so um, you could think about one of, you know, one power and control issue is the silent treatment. Or on the other end of that spectrum is sort of bowling someone over with your words in an argument, not giving them the space. Or it could be you feeling like you get bowled over by, their, by your partner's words in an argument. So this is bringing that into balance. I talk and I also listen. So this is um, the negative pattern around boundaries that we need to identify. And it's something from the list from 1 through 10, 1 through 5. It's number 1, number 2, number 3, yes. And let's see, this is um, relating specifically to our mate. Yes, anybody else? No. And it's hurt, abuse, so it's hurt. So what came up is I allow my mate to hurt me. So let's check that. Say I allow my mate to hurt me. And that's on. We're resonating with that. Okay. So this is a positive pattern around boundaries that we need.
So let's see what's needed here. And it's something from the list. It's something from one through five. Number one, two, three, four. It's number one, number two. This is a general check, yeah. Say, I protect myself to avoid being hurt by my mate. Let me check that umbilically. That's umbilically off. Okay, I'm just going to see here. At this time, Need to take a little break. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So I just want to check in, see how everybody's doing. Um, anybody have any questions or comments about what we've covered here so far? If you're on the phone, you can press start eight. That will raise your hand. If you're in the chat room, you can just type right in to the chat box. Okay, let's see here. All right. Hello, Eliza? Hey, Liz, it's Eliza. Um, a lot of these are resonating really deep. Like before you say, say the statement and check it out, or like I already feel it. And I um, <clears throat> just wanted to comment about the emotional eating. I don't really struggle with my weight, although I'm starting to in the last um, year. I don't want to affirm that. But, um, um, but I just had a conversation with somebody this morning about that. It was so fascinating about the emotional eating piece. And so I just I cracked up out loud when you, when you went there. I'm like, oh, that's funny. But um, really powerful. And I don't really know what the umbilical thing is, but every time you check, it's like, oh, that's so right on. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, so the umbilical is... Um, it's like at a core level, it, like it goes to sort of like the core of our being. And I, I, and uh -huh. I check it um, at the belly button. So it's like at our power center. So uh -huh. thank you. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Ah, you're welcome. Thank you. Ah, yeah. Um, so guess two says, I'm with you, Liz, on the low body weight. Okay, good. So we got the, um, yeah, it could be low body weight. It could be um, excess weight. Or it could just be how we use food as a way to avoid looking at our problems. Trisha says, not me. She's not on the low end. <laughs> okay. So let's see what we need here in terms of this next section. So there's something from M. 
N. Okay. So this is the number of generations from which we need to release ourselves uh, from the power struggle. Okay. So this is um, looking at the generational pattern. Okay, so the number of generations, um, we need to check this on the mother's side, yes. And the number of generations on our mother's side is one through five generations, six through ten, six, seven. So seven generations on our mother's side. Okay. So say I am free of the pattern of struggling for power with my mate. From seven generations on my mother's side. Yeah, and that's off. And we need to check this on our father's side as well. Yes. And it's from one through five generations. It's one, two, three, four. So four generations on our father's side. So this is where we get into clearing the family patterns, uh, the societal patterns. And it could be karmic patterns because... Um, we could be one of our ancestors returned. So let's check this. Say, I am free of the pattern of struggling for power with my mate. From four generations on my father's side. Okay. I'm going to check that umbilically. Yeah, that's umbilically off. So we don't have any energy for, for freeing ourselves of that pattern at this moment. Okay, so now there's anything else that we need to revisit from this repatterning? No. We need to go to the modalities at this time? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to have a little sip of water here. So the best modality for us at this time is something from this index, something from this index, something from this index, yes. Okay, so this is one of the family system modalities. And it's something from A through E, something from F, yes. So this is um, a modality to fuse in a symbol. And the modality that we need here, the symbol is 1 through 10, 11 through 15, 16 through 20, yes, number 16, 17, number 18, 
Ah, liberation. That makes sense. Liberation. Nice. Okay. So let's see here. So just to give you a little information about where this is coming from. Um, so this is based on Jung's work of archetypes. And all human beings share a series of common experiences during their evolution. And these experiences have been stored in the memory of humanity as patterns that are helpful to understanding reality. And these patterns are stored in the collective unconscious. Um, and Jung talked about them as, as archetypes. So, so the symbols are based on archetypes and are loaded with thoughts and feelings. And each symbol will re represent certain characteristics, lessons, feelings, and thoughts. And so these symbols can be experienced externally as part of the world, or they can ex be experienced internally as part of yourself or your unconscious. And when a part of us is stored in our unconscious, we don't know that it exists. It's, it is a part of us, but we ignore its existence. And when we fuse a symbol, we're accepting this unknown part as belonging to us, and thus it becomes conscious. And when this happens, we become more complete and enlightened. And these conscious parts become resources that we can use for our own benefit and also to help others. So liberation is the symbol that we're going to work with today. So liberation represents a situation in which negative patterns and useless old beliefs collapse and liberation takes place. You are strong. Liberation is deep healing and spiritual growth. And we become free of impediments in order to be happy. That sounds perfect for releasing power struggles. Because if you think of like power struggles, it's it's kind of like a, a prison. You get like locked into this conflict and you don't know how to get out of it and it sort of just keeps repeating. Okay, so what I'd like you to do is close your eyes just get comfortable. Connect with your breath. And center within yourself. And allow or create an image that represents liberation. 
you can imagine it as a person, a light. It could be a figure, a landscape. It might be a shape or a symbol. Whatever it is, whatever you wish. And just see if you can make that image as vivid as possible. And if you're not a particularly visual person, then maybe you get a sense of it rather than an image. Maybe you feel it in your body, liberation. But just let that sense, that felt sense, become stronger and stronger. And so now hold that image or hold that sensation. And you're going to say out loud to this image, that sensation, you say, Now I see you. So repeat after me. Now I see you. And I acknowledge what you are. and what you represent. Liberation. A situation in which negative patterns and useless old beliefs Collapse. And liberation takes place. You are a strong, deep healing. and spiritual growth experience. I now choose to take everything that you give me. I am nourished by you. And I do something good with this. I choose to give you a place in my heart. And I honor you. In this way, I easily let go 
of what is useless. I easily let go of struggling for power with my mate. And I become free from impediments. in order to be happy. And now bow your head. And this reference represents honoring and accepting liberation with everything that it is and everything that it gives you. And now breathe in and fuse liberation into your body. Place it where you feel most comfortable. And by doing this, you have all of liberation's resources and you can use them for the greatest good. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Bring your attention back into the here and now. Okay, good. And if you have any water there, um, you can take a sip of water. It's always nice to, to drink water as you're doing energy clearing. It helps to keep the energy moving, release any toxins. Okay. All righty. So just take a little pause and let that integrate. And now there's another modality that the group needs at this time. No, that's not needed. Okay. Um, there's anything more that the group needs 
before we go back and recheck the statements. No? Okay. All right. So we're going to go back now and recheck the statements. And uh, my computer crashed, so I've restarted it, and I'm still waiting for it to come back here. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to get back and um, save the recording. So I'm just waiting for for the notes to come back up. Oh, cross your fingers. We'll send my computer some love here. You can do it. You can do it. I know you can. Good, good. So far, so good. All right, good. I got the notes back, so that's good. So we can go back and recheck the statements. Um, let me see if I can get back in the talk shoe. Here. Session has timed out. Ooh. Good. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, so let's go back and we'll recheck the statements to confirm what has shifted. Okay. So, and then, so now as we go back and recheck the statements, you can notice what it feels like now and whether it feels any different from the first time that we went through. Okay, so. Repeat after me. Say, in my relationship with my mate, I am in a power struggle. And that is off. We are not resonating with that. Excellent. And say, the power struggle with my mate is about sex and anger. That is off. 
<clears throat> off. We are not resonating with that. And say, I feel that if I give away my power, my mate will satisfy my needs. And that is off. So that has shifted. So now we don't feel like we need to give away our power in order to get our needs met. So this is the positive pattern needed to stop the power struggles. Say, I am aware of my needs. I take responsibility to meet my needs. And I take those actions that fulfill me. And we are on for that. We are resonating with that now. Excellent. Okay. And this is the negative pattern around control issues. Say, I can't handle my fear of losing control. And that is off. Excellent. And say, regardless of what I've suffered, I choose to let go of the past and live my life fully in the present. And that is on. Nice. Nice. And so also, if you're in a long-term relationship, I think that this is going to really help you to to feel like you could let go of those resentments and disappointments that build up over the years so that you can, over the years, so that you can sort of relate to your partner free of all of that excess baggage, relate to them as they are in the present. Okay, so this is that negative pattern around denial. Say, I eat excessively. Okay, that is off. Beautiful. Say, I have an eating disorder. That is off. Good. Not resonating with that anymore. So this is the pattern needed to acknowledge what is. Say, I face the problem. I see the problem. I acknowledge that the problem exists. Good, that is on. Nice. And say, I take a defensive position. And that is off, not resonating. Good. Say, I talk and I also listen. Good, that is on. Beautiful. 
and say, I allow my mate to hurt me. And that is off. We're not resonating with that anymore. And say, I protect myself to avoid being hurt by my mate. And that is on. We are resonating with that. And my sense is that that goes to our sense of safety. So if we're resonating with being able to protect ourselves from being hurt, we're going to feel more safe, we're going to feel more secure and more empowered that if a situation arises, we're going to be able to handle it. So it doesn't mean that we have to be in this like this sort of like protective guarded position. It's more about knowing within our being that we have the the inner resources to handle whatever comes up. And in that in that place of confidence and strength, it's a lot easier to be open, loving and trusting. Okay, and this is the generational pattern. Say, I am free of the pattern of struggling for power with my mate. From seven generations on my mother's side. Good, so that's on. So that's cleared to seven generations on our mother's side. Whew. Just let that sort of release here. And so say, I am free of the pattern of struggling for power with my mate. from four generations on my father's side. And that is on. We are resonating with that. Good. So now we're going to go back to this one here that hadn't shifted. Wait a minute. Was there one that hadn't shifted? I'm not sure. Let me just go back here and make sure. Okay. Well, it looks like we're good. Okay. So there's anything more that's needed from this session. No, the session is complete. Yes, it is. All righty. Okay. So the session is complete. So one of the things I wanted to mention was you can go back and re-listen to these recordings, and here's something that you can try as you listen, re-listen. You can get a a pen and a paper, and as you're listening to the recording, you can go back and and put in your own statements. So to just you know just sort of center within yourself, 
and just set the intention that whatever comes to your awareness is something that you can further release. And so you can sort of overlay a more um, personalized session over over this session that's already been done by taking a piece of paper and just writing down whatever patterns come up as you listen to the recording, and then you do the modality at the end for those new issues that you have identified. So that's something that you can try. And and as we go forward, you might notice, um, especially with this one, um, this session where we talked about I see the problem, you know, moving out of denial. I face the problem. I see the problem. I acknowledge that problems exist. As you go forward in your day-to-day life in your relationship or if you're not in a relationship, um, you can think about, you know, your issues that might come up around relationship. Maybe there's some fear there about getting into a relationship. Um, But what you can do is, you can use these sessions as a resource to go back and clear whatever else is presenting itself in your daily experience that you'd like to either move through or if there are things that you would like to maybe bring in to your life. You can do that as well. Create some positive intentions. Go back and do the modality. Okay, so does that make sense? Okay, so um, I'm just going to open it up to um, any questions or comments. Um, If you're in the chat room, you can um, just type in. Uh, If you're on the phone, um, you're, you're unmuted, so you can just chime in. If you have any questions for me or any comments you want to share, any insights. If you're still awake. <laughs> if, if you're still on the phone, because uh, the computer crashed, so I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Liz, it's Eliza, and I I just want to speak to um, the I, I love being live with you because I feel like I follow the energy flow, and I. And I know that you've, you and I have talked about this actually, but but when when I was out of the country last month, when and you did the the um, session, and I had not, not really played with the proxy with you so much, and something happened a couple of days after the session that I didn't listen to, and I didn't do the pre work, and I didn't do, listen to the recording, I didn't do any of that, and something shifted and changed anyway. And and what I said to you was, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember going, oh. That was that work. And this particular session felt so deep. Maybe it was all the the um, umbilical work, but it was like, wow, this this really feels like it has the potential to to change everything. And sometimes I think it's so subtle we forget to notice it. Yes, yes. It's profound and subtle at the same time. So I just wanted to throw that out there for whoever else is listening. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I notice that sometimes after a session, I don't notice anything. Like, it was like, okay, I did that session. I don't notice anything different. And then a few days later, 
I notice that my energy starts to lift, that things that were dragging me down, I don't feel the same way about them anymore. So it's like an unfolding that happens. Um, And I think each session is so different, and sometimes we get the shifts immediately. Sometimes it takes a little while for them to integrate. So so thank you for sharing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, guess three is saying, I'm getting that my current relationship is with myself and with my body and its pain and weakness and limitations. This feels very useful and beneficial to my relationship of self with self. Right. And that's, I think, you know, that's, um, that's where it all starts. It's our relationship with ourself that we're working on, and that filters into and ripples out from us and affects our relationship with our mate and with the other people in our lives. So great. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, so I'm going to be sending out the report, and um, hopefully this recording will be um, available. I want to see. Uh, guest 3 says, the symbol was a torch that lit up my pathway and the whole room, then lighting sconces around the room. Ah, like a national treasure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good. And I And I have a feeling that you know, and that's your light emanating out from you now. Beautiful. Lighting your path. Very cool. All right. So let's see. I'm going to end the recording. We'll see.